Have you ever taken one of those online surveys or perhaps read a book or even taken an online course about goal setting for the new year and then just felt worse about yourself than you ever did before? Because the daggone thing just didn't work. I know I have. But what if we could do something about that? I'm Dr. Brad Miller, and just a year ago, my entire goal-setting plan and process was just kicked out the door, tore up, destroyed, burned, flamed, nuked, when I got the word that I had cancer. None of it applied anymore. So what to do? Well, one of the things I did decide to do was create this podcast, the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, which combines my years of ministry experience with my doctoral degree in transformational leadership and my love of comedy and podcasting to help transform people who are dealing with the grim of cancer to the grin of, of celebrating life and life abundantly. That's what we're here to do. It meant looking at a whole new process of how to plan out my life. And that's what this podcast episode today is about, is about transformation as we enter the year of 2024. It's not about goal setting. It's about setting direction. Want to hear more? Then listen on, my friend. Listen on. Cancer got you down? Pretty grim, huh? How about a show that turns the grim into a grin? Way to go. You made it here to the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, the show to lift you up with hope and humor that heals. Now, here's your chief lifter-upper, Dr. Brad Miller. Hey there, lifter-uppers. Dr. Brad Miller here with the Cancer and Comedy Podcast. I'm just thrilled that you chose to join me here today, and here's the podcast where we look to offer a bit of a perspective on things here on this end of the year 2023, the beginning of the year 2024 special episode of the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, where we're going to talk today about how a goal setting is grim and how when you have cancer or other things that kind of change the equation for you, you need a guide to live in a new year with a grin. Two old pirates were in the pirate retirement home, and they were sitting there chatting about the good old days of being a pirate and all their adventures. One pirate said to the other, Hey, how'd you get that metal hook for a hand? And the first guy said, Hey, we were ransacking a merchant ship in the West Indies, and I got into this incredible sword fight with the ship's captain, and he cut off my hand. Fantastic, said the first pirate. And how'd you get that peg leg? Yeah. First pirate said, we were on a ransacking a schooner off the coast of Haiti, and I got into hand-to-hand -hand combat with the schooner's captain, and he swung a gigantic sword and it was such a force that it cut off my leg. Wow. 
That's amazing, said the first pirate. And how'd you get that patch over your right eye? I was standing on the deck of the ship when a seagull came and crapped in my face. Oh, that's how you lost your eye, asked the first pirate. Second pirate said, it was my first day with the new hook. <laughs> About perspective a little bit here. When it comes to the end of the year and the beginning of a new year, we often explode things out of proportion and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get it right or to do something brand new as we enter as we end one year and enter the new year. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes here today, here in this day of transitioning from 2023 to 2024 about how you can have some kind of proper perspective and give you a little different way of approaching things here in, in the new year. Comedians often have, and have a kind of a humorous way of, and their takes on New Year's resolutions. One comedian and actor named Bobby Slayton said, I can't believe it's been a year since I didn't become a better person. Comedian John Melinda says, my New Year's resolution is to stop hanging out with people who ask me about New Year's resolutions. And comedian Joey Adams says, may all your resolutions last as long as your leftovers. Well, I just want to tell you that whatever process you may be using for resolutions or goal setting or whatever it is in life, relax, okay? I have in my life bought probably a dozen books about goal setting, and several of them are specifically about goal setting here at this time of year, around the end of one year and the beginning of another one. And they can be quite tedious and what I would call grim and not all that helpful. I don't know if you feel that way or not. I've spent a lot of money on that. I've bought courses and things like that about goal setting. And they have these formulaic things about how you can do things in a, a time frame, a certain time frames and rank things in order of their importance. And there are different categories of your life. And I want to share with you that I've done a lot of that stuff. And there's a place, I believe, for some goal setting in your life. But a lot of times it's just what I would call two-dimensional. You put on a piece of paper and it, it goes in a stack somewhere or goals in a, in a uh, maybe a vision board or something like that. And you just end up not, not paying a lot of attention to it. It's two-dimensional. It's on a piece of paper and it doesn't really help you that much. Because what happens when things go against the plan, go against the resolution or the goal setting plan? I'm recording this on December the 27th, 2023. So just a few days before New Year's Day of 2024. But I can't help but look back to exactly one year ago today, December 27th, 2022, because that's when I got my diagnosis that I had prostate cancer. And that turned all my plans on my goal setting upside down. Got the call from the doctor and on the December 27th, two days after Christmas, and it just rocked my world. And as I often say here, I just had the laugh to keep from crying. And that's what I did. I struggled about it and disbelief and denial, things like that. 
And but I was devastated because that meant all my all my plans, all my goals basically have been cast out the window. And so that what do you do then? What do you do when there's a detour in your plans? What do you do when things have been crushed or crashed? That's pretty grim. And the goal setting process I've been using, I had not was not really all that helpful. Let me tell you what was helpful and what I want to share with you is helpful. It's transitioning from that process of kind of planning and putting things on paper and projecting out what you want to see happen. What helped me was to see what was right before me and to magnify and expand that. What was right before me was my wife and what was right before me was my grandchildren and my three adult children and opportunity that I didn't even really see before me at the time. What I'm getting at is cancer doesn't have to, doesn't have to destroy you, but it will delay you and it will give you a detour. But what I want to say to you is also you have to see things in a different light beyond the two-dimensional and go to three dimensions and I believe even four dimensions. And that's what I want to talk to you about here today, about how we need to move and how we look at the new year in different dimensions. There's a guy named a person who was an air pilot during the Vietnam War named Admiral Stockdale. And he had an incredible way of seeing things that we now know as the Stockdale Paradox. And I read about it in good the book called Good to Great some years ago. And it goes like this. Admiral Stockdale, who became an admiral and later became involved, very much involved with powerful uh, things in life in the, poli- in, pol- in the world of politics and so on. But he was a prisoner of war in Vietnam. And he emphasized the harsh realities of being in a prisoner of war camp. And he called that the Hanoi Hilton. And, but and continued to maintain an unwavering hope. What he talked about was facing the brutal realities of the situation, no matter how grim, while maintaining a positive and optimistic mindset about the ultimate outcome. And Stockdale's resilience during his captivity invited him to have balanced realism, balanced with optimism. What he what was happening is some of the guys he was in prison with kind of had a Pollyannish kind of pie in the sky thing kind of thing. We're going to be home by Christmas. We're going to get out of here. They're going to get us out of here. And when it didn't happen, they were crushed and some of them didn't make it. And others gave up immediately. And they said, you will never get out of here, never get out of this prison. And they didn't make it either. The pot, the paradox that Stockdale talked about was recognizing the challenges, but staying committed to the cause. Enduring the difficulties, believe that there's an ultimate triumph and navigating the adversity at hand in order to achieve your final destination. In his case, it was to go home. It seems to me that a lot of New Year's type songs and sayings and quotes have a lot to do with this kind of thing of dealing with the reality and dealing and moving on. I love. I'm a. I'm an old DJ, so I love old. I love classic rock songs. U2 has a song called New Year's Day. All is quiet on New Year's Day. How's the song goes? A world in white gets underway. I want to be with you night and day. 
a starkness, and then I want to be with you. Even the old standard song, the old old Lang Syne, and that word old Lang Syne really means uh, the old days, longing for the old days. But we'll drink a cup of, it talks about, we will drink a toast to the past, but we will take a cup of kindness and move forward. And that's a good thing as well. What probably my favorite uh, song in this genre of new uh, kind of New Year's oriented songs is a song by Dan Fogelberg called "A uh, Same Old Lang Ang Syne," and talks about in this song how he just by hand by chance met a former lover in a grocery store on New Year's Eve, on on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, and he was mesmerized by her, and they had some conversation about what they had done before in their life, and they had some talks about what might have been, what could have been, and where they were at, how she was now married, and he was now a performer, and things like that. And they, he, 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 he puts it this way, we drank a toast to innocence, and we drank a toast to now. We tried to reach beyond the emptiness, but neither one of us knew how. There's that. How do we deal with the emptiness? How do we deal with the present circumstances we're in if something bad has happened to us, like cancer? And how do we move forward in faith, taking the Stockdale paradox, to go through the endurance piece, to go through the perseverance piece and all that kind of stuff, and to deal with the reality as well? Oprah Winfrey said this. She's a quote, cheers to another year and another chance to get it right. Helen Keller, you know her, she said, the success and happiness lie within you. Resolve to keep happy in your joy, and you shall form an invincible host against difficulties. Those are some things that some people have said, but I want to know what you've got to say. I hope that you'll reach out to me at brad at cancerandcomedy.com and tell me your thoughts on this New Year's time. I can tell you my thoughts on December 27th of 2022, just a year ago today, was Okay, what's next? Am I going to see another Christmas? Am I going to see my grandchildren grow up? I was thinking some doom and gloom thoughts. And what are you going to do? What's the next step? And or is there any? Is it worthwhile to even take a next step? I was facing a pretty grim prognosis. I hadn't done some things medically this past year. I could have been in bad shape. But I just want you to know that this is all about what's next and what to do about it and not a two-dimensional thing. I call this a four-dimensional thing that can help you, I believe, to deal with this whole thing about your new year and new day with a process that you can work through as a, along the journey of life. For instance, right now, I'm looking forward to Something that's what's next for me. Tomorrow I'll leave with my family. We go on on a vacation for several days over New Year's. And it's something we have not done in a long time, which is my three adult children and my grandchildren all going off together. And we're spending several days in a cabin in the mountains. And we're going to have a great time, I'm sure. But that's a dream I've had for years. But this year, finally put it together and doing something about it. Here's what I want to share with you is a four-part process, a four-dimensional thing, if you will, that can help you to 
live your life in 2024 with a grin. That means having satisfaction in life. That means having some joy in your life, no matter what. I call this four-dimensional plan the ACTS plan or the ACTS process. It goes like this. You get the letter A, and the letter A is for taking action. Okay, and the word ACTS, A-C-T-S. It's for taking action in your life, doing something about it, okay? In this past year, after I got to diagnosis just a year ago today, I decided to do two or three things. One of them was to follow a course of action with my doctors and to deal with what I needed to do in terms of my actual cancer prognosis. Get in there and get serious about it and deal with it. And so that meant surgery for me, and it meant course of action to deal with the side effects. And I'm in a lot better state now, and I know some of you are thankful for that, and I'm praying for you as well in your life Said so that things go well. But it's about taking action. That's one part of it. Another part of action was to get healthy otherwise, to get my – I had to lose some weight, get some – my. Diabetes, some other things under control, and began working out daily and that type of thing. I also began to do some other things about being very conscientious about spending time with my wife and my uh, kids and that kind of thing. And another part of the action piece for me was starting this podcast, the Cancer Comedy Podcast, to help to serve people like you. The C part of this word of the process, the fourth of the four dimensional things. The second part of this is the letter C with the meant to connect to a higher power. And for me, that meant to go to a place where I be, I'm a retired pastor and to make sure that Bible study and prayer and meditation are part of my life and the part of the healing process for me, know that there's something greater than myself. And I want you to do that. And that's why I make a part of almost every time we get get to get together here, what do we like to call the faith that'll break it segment of our podcast episodes. We talk about a situation in the Bible or some other spiritual thing that can be helpful to you because I truly believe that a spiritual aspect of your life is a part of the healing process. So you got to connect with a higher power. And that is what you can do. The A is to take action told you some of the actions I'm taking. What are you taking? I developed a podcast. I got my health in order best I could. The C, to do some spiritual practices, prayer, meditation, journaling, things of of that nature. The T in the word acts and the third part of this four-dimensional process to get a grin into your life over the grim of goal setting is what I call think with with strategy. Think on a long-term basis. A lot of times goal setting is very short term, isn't it? Let's lose 10 pounds or let's do this. The strategic plan and strategic thinking is how am I going to actually change things? There is a, when the D, if you're going to go to a destination, if your destination have a fulfilled, happy life, there's going to be detours along the way. So what do you do when the detours come? How are you going to handle that? How are you going to handle things mentally? This is the mental part of this. How are you going to plan your life appropriately? And this is where some goal setting does come into play, is in your short-term plans and your your short-term applications of this to what you, you can do. But it's a strategic thinking, okay? Part of my thinking, part of my overall vision that I had was to see my grandchildren a year ago. We got together with them my two granddaughters around Christmas time and they were five and two at the, at the time. Now they're six and three and they were giggling, having a great time. And I really had a vision to seeing them 
as 21 and 18-year-old young women. That doesn't just happen if I just think about it and wish it. It's not about your New Year stuff. It's not about just wishful thinking. It's about doing something powerful with your life. So how are you going to get there? How are you going to do that? So for me, this podcast and my health and my spiritual life and my relationship life are all a part of that, okay? There's the A, the action, the C of the connecting to higher power, and the, the T of thinking with strategy. And the S part of this is to serve others with love. This is the emotional part of this, which I believe that you got to have. And you need to write all, the, write all this stuff down. And the, the emotional part of this is how I'm going to serve others. And so I'm developing a course and coaching and other processes to help people going through cancer or other debilitating things and help to deal with it with humor. I like the humor. Healing with hope and humor is what uh, we like to say here in cancer and comedy. And so I believe a big part of healing is with hope and humor. And so I just want to serve other people by doing counseling. I've did counseling and coaching throughout my career as a pastor. I've done preaching and teaching as well. And so I believe there's a teaching component. So I'm developing online courses and online coaching and um, developing events coming up in the, ne the next year and uh, speaking engagements, all in their minds to help people change their mind to move from the grim to the grin. And the grin is to have fulfillment in your life no matter what and to not give up. And to do that with love. And to say, I share that with you because I love you, my lifter uppers. And that's why I love to call you lifter uppers because they all, it's all about telling the story of lifting one another up. So if you've got great stories to tell me, let me know. Go to cancerandcomedy.com and let me know. If you'd like to be interested in one of the courses that we are developing, you can find one that is a free course we have at cancerandcomedy.com slash free. That's where we have our basic HHH course, Healing with Hope and Humor. It's five 15-minute sessions, which outlines a lot of what we're talking about here today. But a lot of this has to do, I believe, with eventually developing what I think is important to me, and I believe it can be important to you, is out of your four-dimensional plan, your four-dimensional process, your ACTS, first dimension act, second dimension connect to higher power, the third dimension think with strategy, the fourth dimension serve others with love, ACTS acts, is develop what I call a credo. So credo is different than a goal, short-term goal, or even a little different than a resolution, which can let you down and often do. A credo is a statement of belief, a creed in your life. And what I try to do in the courses that I'm teaching is help you to develop your credo to cope. That's what I want you to do. That's what I'm my calling right now, my love of you, is to help people cope with cancer, with hope and comedy. A part of that is going to be develop, is developing your own personal statement. Here's my personal credo. I'm going to give it to you right now. This is if I have a process here that takes me to this place. This is designed to set the tone of my 2024, and that be everything I live around this statement of belief. It goes like this: My name is Brad Miller. I will not let cancer define me. I will leverage cancer to refine my life to the better in my relationships and to drive me forward in my remaining days to fulfill the mission of sharing a message of healing through hope and humor. 
in teaching the biblical message that a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That is what I'm all about. I'd love to help you get that kind of thing going on in your life. That's what I'm all about. In the Bible, I believe uh, in the book of Hebrews, it talks a little bit about this, and this kind of goes to what I often do, have a moment of a faith moment. I call it faith that'll break it. But in the Bible, in the book of Hebrews, the Apostle Paul talks about how you need to have something to strive for. It goes like this in verse 12. There's a large crowd of witnesses all around us. So we must get rid of everything that slows us down, especially sin that just won't let go. And we must be determined to run the race that is ahead of us. We must keep our eyes on Jesus, who leads us and makes our faith complete. Having said that, I think I take a great lesson in that it is all about then there are people watching how we handle cancer. There are people wondering how we're going to cope with it. And yeah, people ask terrible questions sometimes, and people aren't always the most kind about it. And sometimes they're just ridiculous about cancer. But most people care about us, but they're watching us. And we are an example to others. So we need to run a race in this cancer, as a cancer warrior, that we need to be mindful that we just need to put off all the nonsense, put away the nonsense, and get with what really matters in life. So you need the, the determination for your new year of 2024, then, my friend, is what really matters to you, okay? And I invite you to use my ACTS plan as a process to get what really matters to you, and it makes a big difference. You don't see things just in two dimensions. See things in these four dimensions. And understand that, yeah, there is a reality here. There is a reality that we do have kind of a time to live, and there's a place that we live, and there is a movement that we have, and we got to do something with it. It's significant. Don't waste time. That's one of the things I've learned this past year from December 27th of 2022 to December 27th of 2023 is take action and don't waste time and to do something of value. So the thing I want to do of value in 2024, my friends, is to serve you, the cancer and comedy audience, the best way that I can. How can I do that? I just want you to know a little bit more about me, that I do have a background in ministry. I was a pastor for 43 years. And so that meant I dealt with a lot of people who had cancer, okay? A lot of people had other bad things happen in their life. So a lot of time counseling people and dealing with that, both in practical means, helping serve them. I the meals and other things that were done for people and visiting them in the hospitals and things like that. I had funerals. We're talking about spiritual care. We're talking about practical care. I was involved with that, and I love that part of my life because I love to care for people. I also cared so much about this life transformation thing that I went and got a doctoral degree in life transformation. Now, it took me several years to get that done, but that means I got some training in uh, life transformational skills and applications that I just want you to know about, and that's a part of what I'm about. And you know, another thing is I just like to have fun. I like to have fun. One of the things I'm really enjoying doing is talking to people who are great teachers and leaders and even some great comedians who are making me laugh and lifting me up, and that's what lifts me up. I like to watch movies and things and to see comedians. One of the things I'm really looking forward to in this next year of 2024, a part of the process here to be helping serve you 
to bring a, to turn the grim into a grin into your life is to bring on great guests for us to to deal with, including great comedians. And people are going to make you laugh to put a smile on your face. But we're also going to bring on as guests some people who are going to deal with some of the hard stuff, some of the mental health things and some of the, the physical health things and things like getting better sleep and things like how to deal with relationships that are tearing us up, suicidal tendencies, all the terrible stuff that comes with cancer and how to deal with nausea and all the bad stuff that comes with it as well. We're going to deal with all that kind of stuff here in the year of 2024. We're going to have great guests on and we're going to serve you the best way that we, we can. I just don't think it's about goals that are short term. I think it's about living your life. This is about living my life and you live in your life, and I want to be able to serve you. I want you to be able to reach out to me at cancerandcomedy.com. My email is brad at cancerandcomedy.com, and that's what I want you and I to be about. Cancer is not the end of the road. It is the beginning of a new adventure. But things have changed. They will change. They will change. They have changed for me. My life is, had taken a dramatic different course since December 27th, 2022 to December 27th, 2023. And I know when December 27th, 2024 rolls around a year from now, things will be different as well. It's how you handle it makes all, all the difference. And I hope that you will go on this journey with me and we will handle it in such a way that we cannot be burdened or brought down by the kind of the bully of a, of a goal-setting process, but we can be released to have a lot of fun in our life, be released to enjoy our relationships, be released to appreciate the journey wherever it takes us, and to deal with all this bad stuff that, that comes along. One of the things I really want to, to share with you as I bring us to a close is I'm here for you. So reach out to me at cancerandcomedy.com or email me at brad at cancerandcomedy.com and I will respond to you. And we look forward to serving you. I co-host Deb and I in many wonderful ways in the year 2024. And uh, we're going to be here. We're going to be here. We'll be here for you to help to lift you up. And I know you're going to help lift me and many others up as we all move to transfer and transform the grim of cancer into the grin of celebrating our life together. Let me just leave you with this. The key thing that we talk about here at Cancer and Comedy, that is simply this, my friends. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That's from Proverbs 17.22. We'll see you next time here in the year 2024 here on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, looking to transform, looking to provide healing to cancer-impacted people through hope and humor. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Make sure you visit our website, cancerandcomedy.com, where you can follow the show and get our newsletter. Like what you hear? Then tell a friend about Cancer and Comedy, the show that lifts your spirits with hope and humor that heals. Until next time, keep turning the grim into a grin. <laughs>